Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am your Iron Chef for this episode, Andrew. With me, the mayor of Flavortown, Keith. Hello. And our chef junior, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was Liz's pick, which also is partly a viewer pick because she did a poll on our Twitter. And it is Overcooked 2 by Team 17 and Ghost Town Games. So, as you couldn't figure out, this is obviously the sequel to Overcooked, which came out, I think, like two years ago. But essentially, Overcooked is a co-op of up to four players. You are essentially just, as the game you can kind of figure out, you are making recipes. You are given a few recipes above the screen, and you're on a time limit to kind of chop, cook, bake, and get them out to your guests in time. And if you do it fast enough, you get tips, which help improve your score. And you're essentially just trying to get three stars on all the levels. So essentially, this is just a really fun, simple party game. But going around, Liz, was this a game or a pass for you? I actually was a little indecisive about this. I'm going to give it a game, but I almost didn't because this game kind of stresses me out. And then also, I hate it in single player. Because in single player, you have to keep switching back and forth between two characters and for me, I just, I would not want to play this game by myself. It looks awful. But I'm going to give it a game because it's a good party game, like you said. Yeah, I, I guess I'm in the same boat. The only difference is I was just going to call it a game and I was honestly just going to disregard the single player of it. It exists. It's probably manageable, but it, this game just isn't built for that. But I think it's a ton of fun to play with other people. So I think it's a game and it's worth playing. Yeah, this is a game with an asterisk. As like kind of you guys are saying. Because not only like it really isn't that fun to play with a single player. I did for a little bit and it's not awful. It's just like not that fun single player because the whole fun of it is to kind of it being frantic and you scrambling with your friends. Bumping into each other. Yeah, which this, so that's the other part of the asterisk. Make sure you're playing with people that you're okay with yelling at and being (laughs) yelled at from. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Because even too, when I was playing this, I had people being like, oh man, I couldn't play this game. Me and my wife are like uh, fighting with each other Ah, uh, yeah, like, I would get so mad at my friend. So you got to be a little bit careful. It's kind of the same with, like, when you're playing Monopoly. You really want to be careful who you're playing it with because it could end in some fights. Uh, I know me and Liz, we, we had a good amount of videos, and we would get a little feisty with each other. But, but it also brings out something in people that you don't expect to. Because oh, yeah. we played with people before, and all of a sudden, like, something comes out of someone, and you're like, whoa, okay, <laughs> this is getting serious. But I think that is just the fun of it because it's very much like... Back in the old days, I remember when I was younger and had friends over, we played Mario Party. Like, there's some games you just get, like, really kind of frustrated with your friends, but it is just a lot of fun. So the gameplay of this is just a lot of fun, but if you're kind of curious, like, oh, do I need to play the first Overcooked at all? The answer is no. The story is different in this one. Obviously, you're not playing this game for the story. It is just a party game. But the story is just, it's cute. I don't know, that's, like, the best way I can describe it. You have the Onion King... And you're basically the chefs in the Onion Kingdom. And he reads the Om Nom Nom Con, which I feel like this is now the second game where, you know, a game tries to do a pun with the Necronomicon. Because last game was the Ammonomicon. Video games love that trope. It just gets thrown in so much. I don't I don't hate it, but it gets thrown in so much. It does. But I mean, I, I don't hate it either because at least they're like being clever with like the pun of it and changing it. So it's like, all right, that's pretty funny. I was going to say, that's the one thing I did like about the story of this game is if nothing else, it's very punny. Oh, yeah. Because the main villain in this game, since the Onion King reads the story, he summons the unbred. 
So as you can figure out, it's like rotten bread that is basically dead and coming over and you're basically trying to feed them, is the premise of the story. It's the premise, but I, I always forgot what the story was until you beat a level. There's six total worlds. And whenever you beat them, you go back to the middle of the map and talk to the Onion King. And he basically reminds you, yep, the unbred are still coming. And it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Because you never see them. You only see them for like three levels, if that. So they're just kind of a thing that is there, but you don't really see it. But yeah, overall, the story just does a fine job just being cute and setting up a scenario. I always wanted to skip through it. Like, it's a for me, it's a party game. I don't care about the story. Yeah. It's about the shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Even at the end of it, there's not, like, a payoff with it. The first one, I actually kind of enjoyed the first one a little bit more. You had a flying spaghetti monster that was basically taking over the world, and the Onion King sends you back to the past for you to hone your skills to get to the present where the flying spaghetti monster is, and you're basically trying to feed the spaghetti monster with your skills. Like, after learning recipes, you can feed it. That story I actually thought made a little more sense. This one was just like, nope, you're trying to feed undead bread. That's it. Yeah, but I think it was good means to an end. It was something that it just wasn't just a, hey, you're a restaurant and you cook some food. Especially because they're doing so many wacky things with it, you needed a little bit of a reason behind it. Like, we talk about this a lot, where you always hate games that don't have a story. Like, a human fall flat, where you're just doing this for no reason. At least it yeah. drives it, I guess. But largely, yeah, it's it just exists. But, I mean, Keith, do you think the story is actually a tale about purgatory? You know, I was wondering if we were going to get to that point, because we are talking about the unbred, so are zombies really just living purgatory on Earth? I don't know. I'm just joking with you. <laughs> but, obviously, you know, I played this for the for the story. What did you guys think of the gameplay? So, me and Liz played the first one. I think you said you did a little bit, Keith? I think I played maybe two levels of the first one for a grand total of, like, 35 minutes. But that's something that I was very happy to see they added in this game because the first one sadly only had couch co-op. So unless you had friends, which I don't, (laughs) you know, you don't have anyone to play with. But Overcooked 2, you can play online. So you can find friends that don't live near you or just play with random people, I guess. But that might be a nightmare. I don't think I, or I never gave it a shot. I don't know if you did, Andrew. Oh, yeah. No, I actually didn't think about it because, I mean, obviously, I always, have, I always have Liz. So, yeah, I'd actually never tried playing with random people. That probably would be interesting. But, yeah, me and Liz played the first one, and we both really liked the first one. We beat the first one. I think there's new recipes in this one, too. And I don't know if in the first one there was the fire that splayed everywhere. Yes. There was a couple levels oh, in the was. first one that did. For the most part, the big mechanic change in this one, which I thought was really cool, is the ability to throw. You can actually grab ingredients and actually throw it a good distance and other chefs can catch it or you can throw it to other platforms and stuff like that. Throw or it right into, a into the bot. blender. Yeah. So I actually loved that mechanic. It really makes things interesting because it actually adds to the frantic nature of the game because nothing sucks worse when you're trying to throw an ingredient to your friend, miss, and end up like throwing it in the trash can or something like that. And you're like, ah, crap. Now I got to do that all over again. But sometimes my character wouldn't catch things. And sometimes yeah, catching it was, was inconsistent. Me, yeah, sometimes it was me. Like I would instinctively hit A, and they would just throw it back to you. <laughs> but a lot of the times, my character just couldn't catch. I don't know what was going I, on. I think that. sometimes you got a little anxious. Like you're supposed to be looking at the ingredient 
Because if you have your back turned and it hits you in the back of the head, I think you would always like get anxious and try to hit a button to catch it, but you didn't. You just had to look at well, the Well, no, I, I just explained that. I said sometimes it was my oh. fault, but in the level where the platforms kept going into lava or whatever yeah. it was, there was a little lip that I would stand on and you would throw it right at me and I couldn't catch it. There was one game that we played with Keith and Keith ended up having to switch with me because my character just wouldn't catch. I don't know if it was just like that level. Yeah, no, I agree. I remember seeing that. Because it was weird. There was a couple times where I felt like it would like, smack you in the face and just drop on the ground. It's like, what the heck? But whenever I played by myself, it worked. I think this game requires a certain amount of finesse, though, too. Like, it's it's all about, like, if the throw is just a tiny bit off, half an inch off the ledge or where you want to be on the ledge, and it can change it. But, yeah, it's at worst, it's definitely finicky, and I won't argue with it. you there, Liz. I also like the dash button. Which, th- when we, the three of us were playing together, there was one game, and I'm just going to throw myself under the bus in this one. <laughs> oh, I already know where but this is going. I kept getting hit, because you'd have to go pretty fast, because the things sink and stuff, and I kept getting hit over and, like, falling into lava and dying, and I was like, I'm going to start using Dash, and then I started using Dash, hit Andrew, he had a full plate of food, fell in the lava, and we lost the three stars by one meal. <laughs> <laughs> But I was just like, you guys are doing it. I'm going to do it immediately hit Andrew. I, I think it's funny because I remember in the first one, you never dashed. And I was always the one dashing. And if a person dashing dashes into an ally, you basically shove the person pretty hard. So there's a lot of times there's maps where it's really narrow and you're ending up shoving people off the cliff. And then you have to wait a few seconds for them to respawn. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, you never dashed the first one, but you did a lot in this one. In all fairness, though, if I didn't keep getting knocked over by you guys, I could have made more food. So really, I didn't lose it for us, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real stretch, Liz. A real towards, stretch. <laughs> towards the end, if we knew that we were going to win, I would just keep hitting Keith. <laughs> While he was trying to actually work. I'd be like, oh, we got 15 seconds left. We're good. We're 100 up. <laughs> Can confirm. Keith was always our designated fire extinguisher and dishwasher. I was very Fantastic good Fantastic mm-hmm. I generally was the retriever. I would always grab the things. I wouldn't trust myself to go over platforms I could fall through if I was carrying, like, the finished plate. So yeah. I'd be like, Andrew, it's ready. But I would do, like, the chopping and the mixing. Yeah, you were generally the mixer and putting the bun in the oven. Which, some of the food that you can make in this one, I wrote a couple of them down. Obviously, the salad, sushi, pasta cake, pancake, the nuggets and fries towards the end, uh, sashimi, burgers, pizza, all the good stuff. Yeah, there was quite a diverse amount of food. And, like, all of them, like, as you can figure out, as any food is, they're very different on how you make them all. Like, just trying to do, like, you would do sushi one time where it's like, all right, I got to cook rice. But then all of a sudden it's like tacos. And you're like, oh, it's probably kind of the same technique. But it, like, it just changed it enough. But sometimes it would trick you. So, like, there is one where we had to make pancakes and cake. Yeah, those were tricky. Yeah, so you use the frying pan for some and the oven for others. And sometimes with the sushi, you would just put the raw fish out. Other times you would have to, like, steam things or, like, cook tomatoes but in a salad you don't cook tomatoes so you always have to pay attention to what you're actually making yeah because it always takes us a while to figure out like the recipe above does show a symbol as to what you're supposed to do with the ingredients because yeah there's a couple times we're like why is this going in the oven we're like oh it's a pancake we got to put on a pan so yeah you really just got to pay attention but that's what i love about it it adds to the frantic nature of this game i think two two people is great and then when you had three or four sometimes it's too many cooks in the kitchen i I thought three made it harder but yeah. I thought four made it easy. Yeah, because you don't have to travel. You can yeah. really just throw each other stuff. Well, some maps are kind of split in half. 
And so, like, one side would have two chefs, and, like, obviously they'd be doing really well. And then that one person would basically have to just manage their whole kitchen by themselves, and it could be a bit overwhelming. So that's why I thought three was a bit harder than, like, two or four. Oh, and also another hot tip. When you're using the mixing bowls, if you don't want to travel to bring the mixing bowl back and you're in, like, a a station that has, like, lava or something, just throw the mixing bowl away. And then it'll reappear in the mixer thing. Just throw it away. (laughs) Hot tip, fresh out of the kitchen. That's my solution for most of life's problems. Just throw it away. away. (laughs) Just throw it away. And hoping it reappears Mm -hmm. back in your house. (laughs) Most of the time, it doesn't. (laughs) That's how you got rid of your last couple of animals? You're like, it'll come back better. No, oh they never returned. I still have my beautiful Myla. <laughs> but yeah, this is why it is very important that you play with somebody who can kind of keep their cool. Me and Liz would get a little heated with each other. Keith, we always would just mock. I, I feel like <laughs> it was hard for us to get mad at Keith because he just was trying. Hey, I knew my place <laughs> in the kitchen. I did my best. I was a good dishwasher. I was a good fire extinguisher. Yeah, you know, so it's kind of hard to get mad at Keith. It's like, he washed his he dishes. He did something. <laughs> no, but I can tell you there was plenty of times that one of you would be yelling at the other to do something, and I'd just start yelling, I'm trying my best, because I thought I was getting yelled at. <laughs> uh, you're so used to being the one being yelled at. Exactly. I said it way more times than I had to, that I was sorry or I was trying. Well, I feel like if you're playing with randos online, I think it'd be best just to keep the headset off. Just to yeah. not talk. Because, I mean, you'll figure out, like, what your place is, but maybe don't yell at people on the internet. <laughs> yes and no. I mean, it stinks because, obviously, communication is pretty key in this game. There are emotes you can do in the game, but I don't think they would be that helpful. It would it just add so Slow much more time trying to select things, trying to say, I'm serving, or I'm cooking, or I'm doing this. It would take too much time. Yeah, unless everyone has it, like, really down pat, but at that point... If you have that level of communication, it's probably people you already know. Yeah. And you're just going to talk to them. I also think, too, that there are so many characters to choose from that it's kind of great that you definitely know what your character is. Yeah, I was really surprised. I don't think... I maybe heard you say it once, but you never said, I forgot who I am or where am well, I? because I think that we were playing together, and then the next time we played, I picked a different character, and you picked my old character. Oh. So the first time we played, I was like, oh, wait, I'm not the shark this time. But I think that's a good thing, the difference between the first one and this one. The first one, majority of the chefs were just humans. So unless you were, like, a different race human, because even then the gender is, like, the screen's pretty far back, so it's kind of hard to figure out the gender of the, the character. But if you obviously were, like, a different race, you can maybe figure it out. But in this one, there's just a lot of crazy diverse chefs. There's a lot of, like, some are Christmas-themed, some are animals, some are humans, some are, like, inanimate object kind of things. So it did a really good job having you being able to figure out what chef you were. I also like that you can unlock them. Yeah. So towards the end, we unlocked a robot. I didn't get to play as a robot. That's sweet. I was going to say, too, one of the things that on top of all that, every person has a different color ring around them. So there's like even an added way to distinguish who's who, as long as you know what color you are or what other color people are. Yeah. I never noticed that too much, though. Like I, I mostly just noticed with the character design. I actually paid more attention to that, to be honest. Yeah. I will say, I think the most fun I had with this game, though, was the versus mode. So we actually had another one of our friends join us, my friend David, and we actually did 2v2, me and Liz versus Keith and David. And we smoked them. We smoked them every time. There's one game that we thought, because 
we originally on the left, and for some reason, one game we were on the right. So the entire time we're putting out orders. Oh yeah, their the orders, and we still won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we weren't very good. But the verses, the verses, I think, is a blast because that's that one's a little bit more laid back. Like no, I feel it like... stressed me out more. Really? Because <laughs> I didn't want to let you down. <laughs> I didn't like it. Oh, you make it seem like I'm like an abusive husband or something like that. He's gonna yell at me if I fail him. No, I feel that way during the regular game. Like I don't want to let the team down. But then when it's verses, it's like I mean I don't know. It's more intense. I don't like it. Ah, uh, I see, think it's I good. It was a blast. But it, it stresses me out. Because for me, what I thought was really funny, there was one level like you could get to the other team's side, and so I was the runner, and Liz was kind of stuck in a closed area, just cooking everything. So I was giving her ingredients, and there was a couple times I would sneak over to Keith and David's side and just steal their almost finished taco and bring it over to our <laughs> side, and Liz would finish it, and we would get all the points while they did all the work. And I did that a couple times, and eventually they figured out that I was coming over and stealing their food. I like they were bragging about winning, and they were like, "We cheat." <laughs> that's not cheating. It, it you're allowed to go over yeah. there. Yeah, and nothing sometimes we me. didn't. Sometimes the levels you couldn't really do that. So. Yeah, like the raft level, which that was a hectic level. Oh, I hated that level. But you know what? We tried our hardest, and we never got mad at each other. You guys were getting all hyped up over there, so congratulations, <laughs> you won. But you were yelling at each Thank other. You. Thank you. We, we uh, knew that the real victory was the friendship we earned along the way. Well, except the. Do you know what? You can yell at me if we win, Andrew. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think too that. Some levels, including the verses, I think were way harder than others. Like, I feel like the final boss challenge, like the actual last one that you played, was easier than some of the ones before. Yeah. So I feel like the difficulty spikes were kind of weird. So anyone who played the first Overcooked, the last boss fight in the first Overcooked was pretty hard. And not only that, it's like a 15-minute level. So I was like, I'm curious how this one's going to be. Once again, it's another pretty long level. It's 15 minutes, but you can obviously finish it. It's actually a set like set of recipes. You're essentially basically making three of every recipe that you've done in the entire game. But it actually was pretty easy. I think me and you, Liz, I think we finished it with like eight minutes left. We had quite a bit of time. And yeah, because I was like, oh man, how much more do we have to go? And also it's like, oh, you're done. It's like, oh, okay. So overall, the campaign in this one I thought was much easier. There was only one or two levels that we haven't three-starred yet. Besides the secret levels. But um, yeah, Towards overall, the end, we were just trying to make sure that we finished the game. So... I mean, it, they're definitely doable. Like yeah. You can go back and get the achievements. But uh, another kind of little hot tip, once you actually beat the game, there is a New Game Plus. So normally you're getting three stars with each level, but if you get to New Game Plus, there's a fourth star, which actually is like a lot of points to get. But as far as I see, I don't think there's much of a reward. I'm sure there's probably some, maybe some secret chefs you can get, but I don't know. By the end of this, I was kind of like, I don't think I feel like playing all the levels over again just to get that fourth star. Yeah, I'm good with that. So for me, I actually thought the gameplay was getting a little repetitive. It's fun, but by the end, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm good. I don't think it's really a game you're supposed to just sit down and complete it like we did. I mean, we had, obviously, the week to do the game, but I feel like it's more a game that you pick up when friends are around, put down, and continue it that way. Yeah. So overall, what did you guys think of the art style of this game? Cute. Yeah, I think that's the best of it. It's, it wasn't a game that was built to be graphically impressive by any means so it wasn't bad and all the characters are just adorable and they're all bouncy for the most part and fun i liked it i actually love the graphics in this game because as you guys are saying it did such a good job where it's like really cute characters i loved the environments of it and not only that i never felt lost i was never had a time where i'm like wait is that a pen or is that a pot everything just looked so well designed that it was always easy to figure out where things were 
And there are the little details, like you saw the mixers mix and the smoke and stuff, and there were little details that I thought were really good. I thought it was the perfect style for the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the environments in this game I thought were really diverse and interesting. Did you guys actually have a specific kitchen you guys kind of liked? I know for me, even with the first one, I hate the space levels. Any levels that take place in space are just awful. I like the easy ones. Which are what? <laughs> Um, the ones with the conveyor belts weren't bad. Honestly, anything that like shifted and you had to wait or things like that, they weren't bad. See, my favorite ones, I actually loved any ones that were in the air, like when you're on the hot air balloons. Some of those, a good amount of them shifted, but I always liked them. I always thought, I always liked the design of like being in a hot air balloon. Some of them would have fire spewing everywhere. Some of them you'd have to throw over gaps. I don't know. For whatever reason, I liked the air levels. I guess for me, I didn't like the ones where I was like boxed in. I liked being able to move around because it stinks when you're starting in a station that you don't like. You know what I mean? Like, I love to chop. And if I'm being the one that has to, like, boil the pasta, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I was a pretty good pasta boiler, too. But, yeah, I was. I just wanted to be near, near my dirty dishes. Maybe I could grab some fish for you, do a little choppy chop. But, you know, I do agree, though. I think I liked the uh, the hot air balloon levels. The ones where things are kind of moving around. I really like the one where it comes crashing down and you end up in a restaurant. Oh, yeah. You end up in like a sushi like restaurant? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Surprisingly, like the new fe- another new feature they had in this game was like magic. So they actually have kind of ones where you're going to like a magic academy. So they have teleporters and they have pathways that'll kind of rise up. Surprisingly, I didn't think there was that many levels with that feature. I feel like I only played like three or four levels with the actual teleporter. I only remember one level with the teleporter where you actually had to pay attention to where the portal was moving. Yeah, or you'd fall off. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't figure out why I was ending up in the wrong area, and then I realized that you had to look and see where the top portal was. Yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> but I do like that all the kitchens really kind of had a nice variance to them. But you at least kind of knew what you were getting into. Like when you saw a sushi kitchen, you kind of had an idea, okay, I'm obviously going to be making sushi. That means I'm going to be boiling rice. I'm going to be doing this. If you normally did a hot air balloon, they did a lot of burgers, you know. So I kind of like that depending where you were, you could kind of figure out, all right, I'm going to be doing this. And you kind of have an idea how it's going to play out. One thing that we complained about, though, quite a bit are the levels that don't have a lot of plates. Yeah, there's some levels that really limit you on plates. I feel like you can have a maximum of four, but a minimum of two. When you have two plates, it's awful. Because it's like, oh, I have this order ready, but I don't have a plate. Well, got to grab the dirty plate, got to wash the plate, grab it, You'd send it out. You'd have to wait like, oh. for the dirty plate. And then you plate. have to wait for it. Yeah, those were always frustrating. But I felt like you didn't get them too often, which is nice. One thing that did kind of annoy me with this game is the music. I thought Ugh. the music was very repetitive. Yeah. It was. I will say it, it definitely added some anxiety and really drove home the stress of the game. But man, did it get annoying, especially if you had to play the same level more than twice. Yeah. It just, it got a little much. Yeah, depending on what kitchen you are, it's kind of what music you get. But it all really kind of blended together, and it would get really repetitive. Even the main title screen music when you're traveling, it just constantly is going and going and going. And so the music was getting really kind of annoying. I'm surprised Liz didn't like it. (laughs) That's right up her alley. (laughs) Of repetitive. Mm -hmm. Short, repetitive. Not very good. Well, for me, I'm trying to think of what music would be good for the game, because I feel like it did fit the game. It did. I mean, it is annoying, but, I mean, you get annoyed in the game. I feel like it's supposed to kind of get your your heart racing a bit. It's supposed to grind your gears so you get more frustrated and you yell at your friends? Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I think I think the music, I don't know, for me just kind of was like, eh, I didn't really care for this. But I think a good thing about this game, though, the is the achievements. You went... <laughs> I'm hosting here, Liz. You need to shut your mouth. <laughs> Whoa. Trying to steal my thunder. Chill out, guys. Why don't you Tell get back friends. in the kitchen? Oh, I don't like that one. <laughs> That's an overcooked joke. I'm not actually trying to tell her to go back to the kitchen. <laughs> but uh, the achievements of this game, I actually thought were really nice. A good amount of them are kind of just redoing things, like washing 300 dishes or putting out so many fires. But if you're just playing the game and you're going through the main campaign, you actually end up with quite a bit of achievements in this game. You get an achievement every time you beat a level with all three stars, right? Every time you beat a world. So yeah, there's six total worlds. And if you get all three stars on them, yeah. yeah, you get an achievement for that. Yeah, just naturally throwing things, catching things, chopping things, cooking things. You're progressively working towards achievements. And then there's a handful for verses as well. But the achievements didn't really make you try anything too different, but they're at least easy to get because this game isn't very long. It's a party game. And as you're playing it, you're just naturally working toward them. One thing that kind of stinks, though, is that if you're playing on one person's account, you don't get the achievements. Well, it was weird. I think it's whenever we were playing, like, Couch, which is considered local. Even though you signed in your profile, it wasn't working. But when we actually played online with Keith and David, it was working for you. Yeah, but still, like, I still miss a ton of achievements. For instance, we went through the worlds together and did the three stars, and you got them, but I didn't. So I think that's kind of lame. But you were getting some of them still with, like... Personal chopping ones. certain things, yeah, and throwing things. So it was it was inconsistent. So if you're really into achievements Do and your you're profile. playing with someone, make sure <laughs> you're the host. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't get a whole lot of them. I'm close to a lot. <laughs> but I did beat Liz somehow. What? I think it's, I think it's because of what you were talking about just there. Because I came in at a whopping 105 gamer score. It's five achievements here. Liz trailing behind me with 75 points on three achievements I, well because i never did it on my profile we always did yeah. it on yours so i, I didn't think that's get most of them i think that's most definitely why yeah this time played she definitely has me way beaten on that um and then andrew yeah you have 570 i don't even know how many but you got points and stuff <laughs> we get it you got points i mean the other issue too liz is you mostly focused on like the chopping and the prepping of things so you're missing out on the achievements for like washing dishes, throwing things, throwing them in the pots because you didn't do too much throwing. So there was a lot you were kind of really weren't working for because you really Toward just focused I did. on your part. I definitely got more than 70 though. Not according to that. Yeah, because you played on yours because you're selfish. <laughs> well, You know what, Liz? You know, if this makes you feel any better, you don't show up anywhere on the burnt items statistic. Oh, wow. You have zero burnt items. Unlike in real life. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and then beautifully andrew has seven and i have five but andrew's played like three times more than i have so i'm real good at burning stuff <laughs> yeah burnt hey i'm actually pretty good cook in real life so you know what yeah burnt that was a bad comeback but you get the point <laughs> are you really a good cook not really good but i make pretty good food i'm really good at soups he can make a mean robin <laughs> <laughs> no i make i make mean chowders though you can real get good chowders. fancy with ramen you can. Don't even get me started on my broccoli and cheddar. Ooh, can you make it like Panera? Mm-hmm. I, I get that Panera knockoff recipe, baby. <sighs> I don't know. Me and Liz worked at Panera. We would have to We'd have to confirm this. <laughs> Next time you're here, I'm making you soup. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take free soup. <laughs> but uh, I guess getting to our final thoughts here. Overall, I, I think this is a very, very fun party game. Like I said, be careful who you're playing with, though. If you get somebody who's a uh, 
can get a bit uh, ragey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sensitive. Why'd you look at me when you said that, you jerk? <laughs> but uh, this game is just a lot of fun. It is something, like, if you just have some people coming over, it's super easy to learn. There's a whopping, like, two, three buttons in this game. So it's anybody can really just pick it up, even someone who really doesn't play video games. And it is just a blast to play with friends in the same room. Even playing over on the internet, it's fun, but not as fun. I like that you just said that there aren't a lot of buttons, and I still always confuse throwing with dashing. <laughs> the entire game, we beat the game. Even towards the end, I was like, wait, how do I throw again? I, that I, explains so much. That actually does it right. It always would make me laugh when you go to the edge. You're like, Andrew, I'm going to throw this to you. And then you just dash off <laughs> the edge with it and die. <laughs> I'm like, good throw this. <laughs> you did do that a oh, lot. And one more thing, too. Um, don't forget, guys, when you're playing it, if you chop something, you can put it on the floor if you don't have space for it. That's true. Oh, yeah, there's no, no health inspectors it. checking out this restaurant. <laughs> so don't worry about that. But yeah, this game is just a lot of fun, especially if you're playing the versus mode. It can it can be a lot of fun to play with your friends. So if you're playing single player, it's okay. Like it's it's manageable because it's it, it makes it unique how you're kind of switching between the two people and you're trying to manage things by yourself. But it just loses its charm. So I, I really wouldn't recommend it for a single player unless you're really just trying to go for achievements. But I, I think I'll give this game a solid eighty. I had a lot of fun with it. And I think it's a good party game. I think I really have to agree with the same score. I always wanted to play the first one, but again, just never had the opportunity to. So playing this game, I, it was everything I wanted it to be. It was a lot of fun. I think it's very accessible, like you said. So yeah, same score. 80. Easy. Okay, well, all around, it's an 80. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a GPGB first? It we're might all be. the same score? We're all on the same chef page. <laughs> No, we're all on the same recipe, Andrew. Come on. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was a missed opportunity. I apologize. That's it. You're never the host. I just I just became a for all time host because you failed. But yeah, I almost gave it an eighty five, but it, I knocked points because the single player I just I hated it. I didn't even play it. I just watched Andrew play it and I was like, Nope, I hate it. But looking at Metacritic, Xbox eighty three for critics, users six point one. The other platforms were closer to eight for users. Obviously, Switch, PS4, PC. I think the biggest complaint was that it's too easy. Obviously, if you do the New Game Plus, it makes it a bit harder. There were a couple people that thought it was too hard, and then there was one complaint that they couldn't do local and online, And but that was towards when it first came out, so maybe there's yeah, some glitches with that. Yeah, that's been patched, yeah. Yeah, so I think overall, people just think it's really easy. It's fun. Have some friends over. Order a pizza and play Overcooked. Yeah. That Cook sounds a like pizza. a recipe for success. <laughs> such a dork (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it is just great that this is on game pass so even if you just have a couple friends like that you normally play games with it's like yeah let's all get this there is also a good amount of dlc for this game i played the dlc for the first one and the dlc for the first one was a lot of fun and from what it looks like from the achievements the dlc in this one looks like it's kind of cool too because you do like campfire ones where you have to like billow the fire and stuff like that it adds some really cool interesting mechanics to it but I didn't feel like buying the DLC. I didn't think we played that much. So I was like, eh, I'm not going to worry about it. So this is the first time we have a unanimous score. So yeah, maybe you should check this out. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much who uh, voted for Liz's poll on this. We're probably going to have a couple more polls coming up. We have had also some other listen requests coming up as well. So we got uh, some busy times up ahead of us. But thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate you guys. I appreciate anyone who's been coming over and watching me stream these games. 
You can follow me on my mixer at firebird01952. But if you want to email us directly, we are at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag. You can also find us on Twitter, where we're probably most going to be doing our polls there because the polls work better on Twitter. But we are at GPGBPod. But I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. As I've said before, I'm on Xbox Live at Firebird01952, and I'll be streaming the games coming up. So, yeah, come watch me play and say hi. I always love uh, interacting with you people. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's nice meeting my fans and talking to you guys. That sounded weird. <laughs> and I've been Guy Fieri. You can follow me at Guy Fieri. Isn't it like the real Guy Fieri? No, just Guy Fieri. Is it really? Don't, you don't think I know my own Twitter handle? <laughs> Get out of here. You're you're kicked out of Flavortown forever. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah, okay. that's it. Oh, okay. And I'm Liz the Noob, gamertag, come on, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter, at Liz the Noob, noob is E-W. And I think Andrew forgot to mention that... You should check out our YouTube. We're a little bit behind. We're just incorporating it now with the podcast. So, you know, give us a little. Yeah, I'm using a free program and it hasn't been the greatest. (laughs) It crashes a lot. And I'm like, uh, I feel like I need to restart some of these. So I'm getting there. It's just. We don't get paid to do this. So it's like we also have, you know, work and stuff. And when it comes to a video editor, (laughs) I guess I get what I pay for, which is nothing at the moment. So So it's a learning experience. But we're also, I also keep forgetting to mention, we're also on our Xbox Live Club at GPGB Pals. And uh, yeah, we've had a couple new members, so welcome to the club. And uh, yeah, we're hoping to uh, get more people because we'd love to start doing some more community events coming up and whatnot. So yeah, come join us on any social media or on Xbox Live. No one's still listening. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Everyone's already cashed out. I wasn't even listening. We're still going. Yeah. You know, people have already paid their bills and left. (laughs) Right, another restaurant reference. Anyway, you all have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Well, see you later.